0: Hello everyone, and welcome to our fourth episode of the UCC Comrade Show. Uh, today, I am Jack Kennedy, and I'm joined alongside uh, Ben O'Connor and Lucy O'Neill, where we'll be talking about everything business. Uh, today, we'll be going through a lot of different topics. We'll be going through uh, how to start investing, and uh, especially like where to get started, wash platforms to use, stuff like that. And we have a very exclusive interview with the very own Colin Foley, our vice chair of the UCC Commerce Society. As well as a range of other fascinating topics. If you have any other questions you would like to get in any stage of the show, just uh, send a DM out to UCC on Instagram and uh, we will reply, no doubt. Uh, right, lads? Uh, any, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh,
1: my name is Ben. This is my third episode on the show. I'm very much looking forward to what we have planned today. Um, I think our first topic today is going to be about first time investing and how you can get into maybe doing a little bit of trading yourself and I know myself I haven't done any trading before so when I was doing research for this show I learned a lot myself and I thought it was very interesting so hopefully after today I won't be the only one that's going to give it a go for the first
2: time.
0: And Lucy what's your opinion on trading or have you started at all?
2: I definitely have not done any trading. I don't have knowledge. I was listening to Stocks for Dummies on the way here to try and <laughs> give myself a bit more information. So I'll probably be taking a lot of learning lessons from today's episode. But from the looks of it, I think it's something that's very beneficial, especially for our generation yeah. with inflation and stuff. Like, we do need to be investing stuff to have that's, money in our back pocket. Like,
0: one thing I'll definitely say like, our last class, for our business teacher back in Newcastle West, he basically just showed us how to invest. Like, it's so important. And he was showing us, like, when we're older, it's going to be very hard to buy a house if you're not investing right now. Like, It's yeah. uh, it's going to be difficult. Oh, like. it's the
1: main thing that I came across and I was looking it up. They are yeah. saying like, a lot of people think they earn their money, then they have their cash, and that's the cash that they have. But like, if you're just holding on to cold cash, as time goes on, that value is going to decrease just because of inflation. Like, It's not worth what it was worth exactly. yesterday.
0: Exactly. Um, like
2: Stocks have been around forever as well, like, and they're just getting bigger and bigger. Like, yeah. I remember my granddad having stocks and i was like that's
1: so random but like yeah exactly, like
0: yeah, it's yeah. more common to have. oh yeah it's days. getting so common because it's so easy to do online especially like uh a lot of young people are getting into which is yeah. great mm-hmm. like you like a half people the people on ucc commerce society own yeah. stocks And there but
2: you definitely need to have like knowledge and stuff because if you're just you for sake of it it's gambling like, yeah like.
0: that's what i would say yeah it's gambling if not right we'll have a very lovely segment on that you know and uh a whole Mac, me and Lucy done a very interesting interview with Colin Foley in which my mic was actually turned off <laughs> <laughs> throughout the whole interview.
2: Thank God Jack can speak loud
0: and clear. Yeah, uh, <laughs> thank God you can hear me through Colin's mic. But uh, yeah, I think uh, we'll move on to uh, a song now, Tudor Cinema Club, and enjoy the rest of the show. Right, hello everyone. And before we get started into our next segment, I'd like to give a very big shout out to Lucy Neal's boyfriend for <laughs> passing his driving test. Well done, very <laughs> <to> <laughs> I'm sure he's listening. Right, so our next segment we are just talking about is uh, stocks and how to learn how to invest. So our first kind of thing go through is to establish a plan, like uh, how much can you invest or how much can you afford to lose. And uh, what is your goal for investments? Because there is different type of investments. Like, there is, like, uh, sh- like long-term stocks, which you should yeah. hold on long-terms. And then there's short-term stocks, which, yeah, like, you'd have to be day-traded. Do you know what day-trading is? Isn't
1: that where you're constantly monitoring? You're constantly so monitoring,
0: like, yeah, what yeah. to do. Like, uh, I wouldn't be into in like that. You know, but, uh, yeah, when I was
1: in it's school... Intense. Yeah, one of my is intense. He was um, big into investing yeah. in the sixth year, and... Like, Craigie, like, he was losing sleep, like, watching these graphs just going up and down yeah. selling the whole time.
0: And one thing about I used to have this friend from Australia, I used to do stocks for him, right? Yeah. But, yeah, uh, you see, the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ, they only, they're only the two big stock exchanges. Yeah, They only open from 2pm to 9.30 in the day. Really? Uh, so yeah. But Australian time, that was, like... Uh, 12 o'clock at night till like 7 in the morning oh God. Okay. so he used Never to be 10. doing stocks with me online till like 7 o'clock in the morning his time what like. time was that here? that was like it's two in the evening it's two in the oh, day here, here yeah, till yeah, 9.30 yeah, yeah, at night like okay. so it's, it's yeah, I beautiful like for us
2: doesn't all the stock markets go off the American time zone and stuff like because I remember the whole GameStop fiasco in my house like yeah. you'd have a nice peaceful morning and then when the American <laughs> stock my <laughs> brothers would not shut up about it
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, another important thing with investing, you need to understand the the language and terminology that's been used. Like, uh, Cause it can get, get very confusing. It can get very confusing. I, go fast. I know with the gyro, I don't know if it's the same with trade and one or two but those are two big uh, stock like things. But uh, one of the big things they have, they have like tests before you can actually thing the stocks. Like, so oh, it's yeah. like making sure you basically aren't gambling and you aren't doing something stupid. Like, it's like a uh, you have to do these tests, it's like 14 of them before you can actually start trailing. Like so they like regulate their users. They or... make sure their users are actually able to That's invest. Like really interesting. Yeah. A lot of places would just want your money to get their yeah, bit of yeah.
2: and,
0: like, and pay it on. It's not serious tests but it's like, it's this online test like, and there's no point in, like cheating on or anything like that because <laughs> you're kidding yourself like, yeah, <laughs> by doing that. Can you that. repeat
1: them if you fail them?
0: Uh, yeah, you can repeat them like you can keep doing them over and over. It's not.
1: Are they for apps? Like, Trading apps like, yeah, Robinhood well,
0: I know it's with the gyro. Now, I wouldn't know too much about Robinhood, that's very much kind of USA territory. Like, yeah. I remember they got a bit of a fiasco, right? Which, uh, back in the game, soft days and all that. Like, yeah, uh, there's
1: actually a really good show on Netflix at the moment about the game stuff. What's that called? Um, remember what is the name of it it is eat the rich the gamestop saga oh stop Um, oh yeah because there's
2: all everyone was going after
0: the hedge funds and stuff yeah Yeah, it's actually brilliant it's very uh, good like bush did he get to realize i said there was people like making money off poor people doing them stocks like because they are realistically pumping dumps like whoever got in first that's exactly what I was made the yeah. money like
1: but sure, that's what the hedge funds were trying to do like, yeah. they
0: were trying to short sell it and then and they were trying to short stocks that's the what they were trying to do they were there, trying to short game stock because it was a failing stock but yeah. uh, everyone saw that and they kind of the people at the start realised yeah. there's a way to make money on it but, but some people thought they were doing it to help game
1: stock oh it? it was a reddit chain yeah it, it was,
0: was, uh, was so brilliant uh, a <laughs> <I>, uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like that. I actually forget the name of it. And I was probably in it. Uh, another thing is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think like
2: my brother was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: I think everyone was. <laughs> my brother was in uh, it. Uh, understanding the risk is a big one as well. Yeah, like, uh, like you're putting money into it. Like,
1: uh, especially for first-time investors, like yeah, you don't actually know your risk tolerance and how you'd feel if you did lose all the money. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I think trying to. To realize that you can make a lot of money, but you can also lose. You can't, and
0: you have to know when to sell as well. Like, yes. like to be honest, there's that quote from the Wolf of Wall Street. Nobody knows when the stock is going to go up or down. It's actually just like no, it's a guess, it's a guessing of the stock
3: game.
0: It's come from the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> 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 it's a good movie all right. That's a share. Maybe do bis right.
1: You have to be a business student. I love that movie. <laughs> you do, yeah. It's,
0: it's like a whole You know those
2: TikToks, and it's like um, business students, like
1: yeah, yeah, studying yeah.
0: and it's just talking about Wall Street, like that's it. Like uh, be tax efficient from the start. That's a big one, right? That's uh, a big
1: one, yeah. Because I think a lot of people don't realize. That
0: uh, yeah. If
1: you're holding, especially if you're trading for long term,
0: I forget the name the st- the tax you now you have to pay on stocks, but uh oh, it's like. It's uh, property kind of stuff, like because stocks are basic property. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm yeah. saying that wrong now, but uh, be an asset, yeah, uh, diversification—that's big one. You have that down. Yes. Uh, like, uh, it's always important, like not to put all your eggs in one basket. Like, like you need to branch out, leverage all your stocks, trains.
1: You just want to make sure you're not overly exposed. Like I was reading exactly. about something saying, like you know, if you have your savings account in one bank you should yeah. not be buying stocks in Exactly, my yeah. and you're doubly exposed you have your stocks in there and you have your money in there now I know there's like deposit guarantee schemes and things but like again don't put all your eggs in one basket yeah <laughs> yeah
0: no it's a big thing like uh chasing tips that's a big one like that's uh, a hard
1: one because just talking like about games so gullible. Yeah, yeah
0: no but the biggest thing about that do your own research yes it's simple as oh definitely do your, your own research
1: what was there about a year ago um Actually, was with Twitter and Elon Musk. Didn't the stocks go way up? And he had bought. He whole load kept just tweeting
0: out about Doge going. <laughs> <On the Dogecoin, laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, He yeah. kept tweeting out about that, and it kept going up and up. And then there was a stage in where, like, probably the richest man in the world, he was tweeting about it, and actually nobody was caring anymore. Yeah, he <laughs> wasn't even going up when he tweeted out like because everyone was like, "Jesus, he's just trying to poop you up again." Because he was doing for the laugh as well. Yeah. You have to realize that uh, invest on speculation. Uh, Warren Buffett. It's far better to buy a wonderful company at a fair price than a fair company at a wonderful price. Yes, good quote. I think, yeah, I good think you quote. can
1: have a lot of people will say, "Oh, this company is normally very good." It's gone way down today, and while that can be yeah. a great sign to invest, like you if you haven't done your research into what's actually going on in that company, you could just be getting in at the very end.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, like the biggest thing, like the Wolf, or the Wall Street Pets, Wall Street Pets, that's his name, the the pitch. Yeah. uh, Penny penny stocks, like, they're so easy to buy and they're so accessible, like, yeah. like all you needed was a broker account and you can buy these stocks for like, 65 cents a share Like And, and
1: uh, Sure isn't the whole thing With those that you put in A lot of money and Yeah And go from 65 cents To 85 cents Exactly you yeah How many ever but
0: and, They're the most volatile Stocks ever Like, Yes uh, they'll That's keep where your risk Tolerance down. has to be checked Yeah That's <laughs> where we go About risk But uh, One thing Like uh Investing regularly It's important If you're really Trying to get into investing And you're like uh You want to Start building up For the future Stuff like that Yeah Uh It's important Like uh, would you have any Trading platforms Anything like that
1: I don't I know on Revolut You can I haven't yeah, done it yeah. I know everyone Could do it I'm Everyone
0: like, does on Revolut yeah. Like but uh, I
2: actually had for a while You don't want trading Two and two You yeah. have fake money yeah oh yeah, you yeah, the yeah. fake I've done, actually, yeah. I've, done I've done that actually i done that for
0: two months as well <laughs> I actually
2: think that's a good idea like, it's you know, such
0: a good way to get started like you'd recommend it to anyone like, it's really good. I yeah. they give
2: you a good bit as well like, they
0: do they give you a lot yeah. uh, they give you a good bit of fake money emphasis on the
2: fake it's literally just like a little game like yeah. Yeah, but it actually yeah. is good practice like I think if you like started yourself off that for, like a month and see all kind of like yeah. how much you can learn and how much you'd back yourself with what you're investing. Like then you yeah. yeah. start switching over to small investments which are real money. But definitely.
1: Yeah. I know actually I was talking I to one of my buddies the other day about this actually and um he was kind of saying like, you know, if you want to get into it, one of your safest bets is just to look up the Fortune five hundred Invest yeah in long term and, and they're uh, safe bets. Like again now you'd want to be careful. You
0: can actually online you can actually get access to uh, billionaires. Like who what are they investing in and a big thing I was talking to Ben o'hare last about this actually before spot. he was talking about prison stocks and how uh right, in America prisons are privatized. Yeah. So that means basically the government pays the prisons there's such a big demand for public prisons, like they had to privatize it means like separate businesses, like take control of the private sector. Uh, like the government would pay each of the for each, for each of the what do you call it, for each uh, inmate to go into the prison? Like, uh, and a big thing I did is uh investing in the prison stocks because the economy is going to go down, it's not if a non fact, like in the next coming months, probably, yeah. especially in the United States. And that will result in more crime occurring, like, so... That would result in prison stocks getting more and more money, which leads to the stock going up.
2: America's mental, isn't it, like, that? They're prisons, they're private. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's America that's for you. That's the
0: only America for that, like... <laughs> um, actually
2: investing in, like, Cork City Jail.
1: <laughs> I know, I was only thinking about that, and it was like, if you could just <laughs> invest down the road and Just roll over, prison, like, yeah, yeah, it would yeah. be a moral dilemma, like, you wouldn't know if... <laughs> It's actually fair or
0: not. <laughs> Uh, current Netflix shows about finance and investing. Ben, you know some of these, not? Yeah,
1: you? that was two. I've watched two. Don't recently. say Wall Um, so there was the show. It's called The Monster of Wall Street. It's about Bernie Madoff. Um, I who he actually was involved in setting up the Nasdaq.
0: Big Ponzi scheme. Though. Huge oh, Ponzi not.
1: scheme, and it was actually incredible. So he had two companies within the same building except one of the companies didn't exist on paper yeah and he was actually managing a hedge fund uh, for investors that were off the books um and but it wasn't actually the yeah. hedge fund he was not investing the money he was given so it would be a thing of get the money from john give it to paul hope that they never pull too much back and he uh, can't remember the exact figure off my head now, but it was the biggest white-collar crime I think ever committed on Wall Street. Yeah, um, I, I think it's
0: 150 years in prison now, <laughs> Something yeah, like that. Know, it was yeah. like
1: 400 and something billion dollars anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was an incredible watch. It was very interesting as well, so I would recommend that. And then obviously the GameStop uh, saga was incredible as well. And I kind of highlighted the importance of watching the macro factors in the economy um so they i know there's a lot more as well they're the only two i've watched recently but i was even oh, looking lots. this morning and there's a lot
0: they are great yeah uh so after this segment what are you going to do when you get home? uh i actually Stay i, have a, I have a list
1: and i have amounts <laughs> i want to invest within those businesses um so we'll definitely see if we do that later on today
2: maybe like 20 hours for me but i
1: Yeah, oh, I only have like 30 euro down. I was like, look, we'll keep it small at the start.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right, shall I say that's the end of this segment? We'll we'll hop on to our next song. song. Campus by the Vampire Weekend. Thanks.
4: At this stage, I
0: do, yeah. I know you very well. Sure, the first time I met you, you were interviewing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, we're interviewing Colm today because he's actually with a very interesting company. It's called uh, Home Hack. Uh, I suppose Colm, the first question is can you tell us what's a why is HomeHack? A brief description. Of
4: it? So, uh, Home Hack is a Cork based startup, and um, it's Cork born and bred. and We're basically in uh, a long story short, we're trying to completely flip the current housing model and change the way people rent a home. So um we all know the way it is out there where us students we ring hundreds of landlords, send so many emails and are left disappointed. It's all just about the property essentially, people applying to houses on DAFT and ch- literally getting no luck, just every house getting thousands of views. But we're trying to flip the housing model and make it about the people. So basically bring landlords and agents and homeowners to the people, and we have all the people looking for a home on our platform searching.
0: Exactly, like it's such a crisis. Like, I know uh, me and Lucy, mm. we're, like, we're, we're all students, like, we know the struggle finding mm. housing. Like, uh, I suppose one of the questions is how can Home help students to find accommodation, struggling students?
4: Well, like I said, my, me, myself, and I'd say you were the same, Jack, sure, you were trying to find accommodation yes, for yeah, ages yeah. this summer. Um, yeah,
0: like I. Like I wasn't planning on going to Cork, so I was in a struggle. Like, home oh, heck would really help. You're lucky, Lucy, because you have a nice <laughs> warm bed to go yeah. home to at night.
4: <laughs> Living at home. A local girl. But um, it's, it's just, yeah, like, it, it's a bit of a disaster. Every time it comes around February and March, everybody just starts panicking, looking for houses around College Road, and they're trying to find a house with their friends, and they're sending around these spreadsheets of hundreds of random numbers and they don't even know if they're a landlord anymore yeah, around the place that's the
2: big problem cork like you just have to know someone with a house mm. to get the numbers in the first place
4: i think i've had four or five people already ask us can we have our house next year like everybody <laughs> gets you know trying to get in there first but for a home hack i think it can just you know it's kind of deflating if you ring a landlord and for some reason they're just you know that you'll get no luck and they don't want to, but you you can't there's no way of you proving in a 20 second phone call that you would be the best tenant for their house and that you're a reliable organized student but with our home hack tenancy CVs you upload your references you tell a bit about yourself and our most popular feature is the co-applicant feature so you can upload your own friends tenant CVs that you want to live with so a landlord or an agent can literally click onto your home hack profile and see you and three of your friends and see how organised you all are and decide, okay, these would look like very good organised tenants. So I think it's kind of just a way of standing out from the crowd for students and getting picked for a home because you deserve it as opposed to just pure luck on whether a landlord answers their phone on time.
0: Yeah, right, so uh, for landlords, how can they get involved with Home Do they have to, like, uh, get onto Home and create their own kind of landlords? Yeah, Yeah.
4: so a Home basically is for tenants... Landlords, agents and homeowners. So just when you sign up you simply just click whatever what whatever is you, like as in a landlord would just select the landlord um like are you a landlord or are you a tenant? Yeah, tenant exactly. Or? And then a landlord would go on and see on our tenant sector just a full page of people looking for people looking for houses in Cork. Like if if you search Western Road or something it comes up a few hundred people that are currently looking at Western Road yeah. and that just makes the landlord's life so easy that they can go on and read all about all these people and decide who would be the best fit whose commute is the closest who's in college maybe in UCC if they want to live beside UCC who needs four beds who needs parking you know it, everything's there for you and it just saves a lot of time and hassle yeah uh,
0: one question I have for you what is your position in OMAC
4: in the company at the moment um, so my title is customer success executive. So it's it's fancy, you know. It um, yeah. I, I like throwing style. that I put throw that <laughs> on the LinkedIn. But um, to be honest, when you're working for a startup, you just do a bit of absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, I started working for them on Erasmus last year remotely. We're a fully remote company, and um, I just have been doing a bit of everything. A lot of obviously my interest is probably marketing, so a lot of digital and traditional forms of marketing, but um. Also, you know, yeah, like I said, working for a startup, you can just wake up one day and you just, you have to, there could be something completely different to do. You could be sent to a shopping center for the day (laughs) to Canvas (laughs) to try and find people. Or you can um, be doing a bit of admin work or, you know, Mm -hmm. Google Docs and stuff like that.
0: How many people is there currently, like, on the team, like?
4: Um, So there's actually only, I think there's only a team of four or five of us. So um, it's me... Pat's the CEO and founder. You I met him last Pat. week. Yeah,
2: conference.
4: We are all asking him for jobs last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so there's Pat and then there's Anna. They're both full-time. And Anna actually lives in Madrid now. She um, was living in Cork for six years. She's Spanish, and she's amazing. She's um, Her English is literally immaculate, better than mine. She <laughs> helps me with my uh, grammar and articulation and everything. But um, then there's Denise, who is from Tip, and she's an accountant, and then Sinead is in Colombia, but she's also a Cork woman, but um, apart from them, we actually have a team of web developers from Ukraine, so they started working for Pat a few years ago, and they've been working on the website for ages now, but um, that was all before the war even kicked off, so there was a time where like, it was really, you know, would, the future was uncertain, and... I'm sure Pat was yeah. wondering would this would the website even be able to get done yeah. and that was the least of his worries, you know, um and these they are people still in the Ukraine already. They're still in Ukraine and somehow they're still managing to work every day on the yeah. website. Um yeah, they're they're amazing and we're very grateful for them and we always say that they uh, they know exactly what it feels like to need a home so they, yeah. they completely yeah, get behind of that the mission. Passion there with it. Mm, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, how or where did you first hear about home, like, like uh, were you headhunted or what the story? Um, so Paddy O'Toole, he's, um did Ignite UCC. He set up his own business named Interns, and that's actually very – I highly recommend to all students, so it's a good way of uh, finding kind of remote work or, like, just a handy part-time job that isn't necessarily – you know late hours working in a bar or restaurant it's kind of relevant work experience as well um so i i got in touch with him and sent him my cv and then he basically helps connect students with freelance work or just remote part-time jobs and it was suiting me perfectly while i was on erasmus so i was able to you know earn for myself and also work a bit with with a cork-based company knowing that i could come home then and continue on
0: yeah like uh, there's a great bit of flexibility isn't there, there? like uh, yeah. you're always saying like you can uh, pick your
4: own hours kind of like yeah literally yeah that's good and like uh, Pat's always very understanding as well yeah. his son's are my own age so like he knows that college yeah. and all has to come and first and
2: it's unique on a CV like it's not working mm. in a, a shop or something Exactly, like. yeah. it's tailored to what you want and to it's build. just
4: kind of gotten me just extremely interested in um, start-ups and entrepreneurship yeah, yeah, and like I haven't come up with that big idea like you Jack Yes. yes. But um,
2: click, <laughs> but,
4: but I do love working with a startup, and I think it is quite motivating trying to get a startup company off the ground. It is, yeah. You know,
0: like it's uh, it's a great feeling. Like, uh, I suppose that brings me on to the next question: uh, What's the culture like in uh in home? Act? Like, do you work as part as a team? Like, uh,
4: yeah. So it is fully it's fully remote. So people kind of work off different even time zones and schedules, but we have a team, we have a weekly team meeting every Thursday evening um, where we all can link up together. But now the culture is amazing. Like it's, it's so nice having such a small group of us and it's taken a while, but we all kind of completely understand the pitch at this stage. You know, it takes a while to understand the concept completely. And now I think it, at the start maybe it was pat only able to properly explain what a home yeah. hack is but i think we're all kind of getting better and yeah. able to yeah. sell it ourselves as well um i think the next the next stage for us really is trying to get ucc students mtu students but all of ireland like we've recently launched in dublin yeah. and limerick soon enough so there's more and more people joining from different counties there's big plans for Home hacker one. We, we want to go further <laughs> than Ireland. Want to hit Berlin, yeah. Singapore, everything.
2: I suppose one thing I want to know: Does home hack tailor for like digs and stuff? As some students may not feel ready to be really living on their own yet, yeah. like a family yeah. dynamic might suit them that bit more. I know my best friend did digs, and it just really suited her at the time. Mm. So would it tailor for that as well, or just yeah,
4: massively? Like we we really are trying to promote digs. Um, I know it sometimes isn't the most. It doesn't come across as the most luxury form of accommodation. But like you said Lucy your friend like people it's a big step going from secondary school to college and I think the feeling of living in a family home can really be comforting in a sense like we we did our research around Cork and there is a serious amount of spare beds in the city like as in empty nesters people whose kids have moved away I know there's a housing crisis but there's a, some amount of spare rooms in a house that why you know we're trying to convert people into thinking you know why not earn some extra income? Why not consider taking in a student that's yeah. looking for accommodation or a working professional? You know, there's people moving from other countries to work for some of the big companies here and they don't have accommodation. So um, digs is definitely something massive we're trying to promote because, yes, there's a housing crisis. and What can we do about it? I'm, I know we can't go and build new houses, but we can try and find more rooms. And there is a lot. Like I'm sure your own parents, do you have spare rooms in your house?
2: We, yes, don't, we at do. moment, don't at the moment. You don't at the moment. one
4: of
0: brothers, the boot scene, so exactly, we yeah. In. Maybe,
4: yeah, maybe your own parents <laughs> would ever consider letting someone in and, well, like, you know.
0: Like, it's such a good point. Like, yeah, it's uh, an extra form of income. Like yeah. Exactly. Tax
4: free. And, you know, students will just mind their own business. I know yeah. ourselves, we just are on our phone the whole time, yeah, really, like, in our rooms. I don't
0: even spend. Like yeah. yeah. to my like. friend as
2: well was with like an elderly lady whose kids were in like Australia so and they were the best yeah. buddies like when she ended up moving in to go to a college combination really the two of them were crying like that's they were the, the yeah. they were a bit of company for each exactly, other like, yeah fancy, like that's, that's, that's the
4: thing especially no. an elderly woman like yeah. we've had those um I did an interview on UCC radio with Ali McElhenney before and she was talking about her own grandmother was just after taking in an Italian student like yeah. it's kind of even for you, the family, it's it's a bit of a sense of comfort that they know there's someone in the house it's with it, them yeah. at yeah. all times, and you know it just it, it kind of, I think it's good for all, all parties here. Really, yeah,
2: it's a nice bit of company as well. Like
4: exactly, yeah. Uh,
0: another question I have is uh, what kind of skills has working at home taught you? Like yeah, working with a startup company, because I feel like the skills are just so mm. valuable you learn from
4: it. Like. Um, definitely taught me flexibility. I think I'm all. I think it kind of suits me working for a startup because I'm not the most um, how, how do I put it I wouldn't be the most just you know conventional strict 9 to 5 every day <laughs> I like switching yeah. up every day you don't know what you're doing like no we know we know from the commerce society running around doing all sorts of things you don't know what you're going to be asked to do next and that's kind of same feeling working for a startup um, I think I've developed my pitching skills I think it's you know, it it can be difficult when you are trying to tell people, you know, who do you work for a home hack and they're like, What is that? And they're like, Okay, give me a minute now and you have to practice every single time you're talking you're to someone. Now, <laughs> <laughs> After the conference now, you know, people might be talking <laughs> about it. A a new CC now, like yeah. yeah. But um yeah, I think that's that's kind of a lot of it. Like being flexible, working for a startup, you know, nowadays is the same. Um I have to be hard working. Like I only work part time because of college and um, even though I would love to just be doing a home hack all day every day but um, some of the team that I work with like, they're extremely hard working like they they especially Pat like this is his baby he literally has he was 30 years in financial services and he pivoted to do a masters and just decided to make start his own business he was was farming yeah a (laughs) man after your own heart but (laughs) um, but yeah like literally his work ethic is something that I really aspire to when I'm older as well like having wanting to take the risk at at his age of deciding to know you know I'm going to uh, just you know start this business when you could easily just you know stay in his comfort zone and see out his former career
0: like remember older manager at uh, the Mm. conference like talking about like it's never too late to start a business like people like Pat are actually like inspiring exactly
4: yeah
2: and his experience in other sectors stand to him Mm. now in a start up like
4: absolutely like yeah he worked on financial services so it, like it's all it is a good idea like i kind of think yeah i'd love to start my own business but sure what what harm in doing other things for a while i can always yeah. go and learn learn my trade elsewhere and then exactly. come like up with the we're not all idea. gonna
2: know what we want to do now like <laughs> exactly. my dad always says to me that he's 15 still doesn't know what he wants to do yeah. so it's never too that's late to that's yeah, exactly. a good the sign though exactly step in start what yeah. you've always yeah. been dreaming of
0: yeah uh, i suppose uh that's a lot of the
2: questions. I have now, uh, Lucy. Do you have any more questions? Um, just really like how how does HomeHack really help a student tailor their tenant CV? Like you know, yeah. like for a lot of people, like they don't have a recommendation from a previous landlord. Yeah. Is that kind of like the main goal? Is like helping the first time renters? Mm.
4: Nah, no, it's it's literally like you you go on and you obviously state your name, a little bit of about yourself. You know, I'm Lucy. I'm you know second year <laughs> commerce student. Uh, Work part time as Red Bull, for example. Like you, you just write a bit about yourself. You upo- upload a picture. We always try and encourage people to upload pictures because it, it instantly just makes you more trustworthy of just having a profile picture there. Yeah. Um, there's a, obviously a section for work employment references. If you if you've had a part time job and your work you've worked with someone, they can give you a reference. But like that, you can also just get a principal in your secondary school or a teacher. Or that if you don't have a renting reference, like at this stage, I've had to two or three landlords so i'm definitely gonna when i'm looking for my my house next year maybe i'll be actually finally getting to help myself find a home soon (laughs) on home hack but if you have had a landlord before or lived in student accommodation they have no problem writing a reference i'm sure they've done it before so then they will send it to you or they can upload it directly onto the website and if you don't have that yet maybe a sports coach you know a music teacher a friend, you know, um, it really doesn't have, it's just fr- someone that can vouch for you and say that you're trustworthy. It doesn't necessarily have to be this fancy landlord that said you're an unbelievable tenant. It, it can be anyone, really. Um, apart from that, I think it's just, yeah, you. it's it's very, you know, we're all about privacy and, you know, people don't want to share their details. Like, when you're emailing random landlords and they say, "Will you send me this and that, you're sending them all sorts of details that they don't need to receive, really, Um, we keep everything safe and everything that you upload you have an option to put on private or public and we have Stripe identification built into the website so that you are verified by your passport or your licence so that gets rid of a lot of fake landlords like I heard in UCD students, Union President was talking about the amount of fake landlords that happen to Erasmus students for example, they will arrive into the country, get a taxi to this house that doesn't even exist so we're cutting out all that and through stripe identification we feel that it's it makes the whole platform just more trustworthy and reliable. Yeah. Uh, any more
0: questions?
2: No, I feel like we've kinda of covered everything yeah. about yeah.
4: home hack. So are you gonna go and make your tenant CVs? Yeah. yeah
2: Might stay in my comfy be better home name for a while. <laughs>
4: When what about you Jack
0: calls. oh definitely like uh, next year like I mean look for accommodation myself like, uh, I it'd
2: be very handy for me now if I have, especially now that you're going up to something. Dublin exactly yeah, yeah. we've just home broken into the market for
4: you <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get on to our contacts
0: right you've heard our first Home Hack uh, that was our interview with Colin Foley uh, and here is another song
4: thanks guys
3: you
0: Right, so before we get into our next segment, we'd want to say a very big happy birthday to Anna Butler, one of our very own on the UCC Commerce Society. Yeah. So <laughs> happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy to me. birthday. <laughs> 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 right. So our next segment is about uh, entrepreneurship and uh, small business advice. So uh, we just have some tips and tricks on how to uh, get started yeah, like that. I know, we I know we're all very big businessmen, like yeah, <laughs> after the conference last week, I, I think. We- we-
1: Hearing all the stories about different paths people took, setting up their own businesses, and maybe working somewhere else first, and then yeah. realizing that being an entrepreneur was actually what they wanted, kind of made us all realize it was something we probably should think yeah. about before just following a regular career path.
0: Yeah, um, and uh, one thing about is the amount of help there is these start businesses, like yeah,
2: especially like Leo Clancy, CEO of Enterprise Ireland, was there. He, was, he was at the conference. With, yeah, It was looking at all the supports they offer for small businesses, yeah. which is just like it's a, it's crucial, like because yeah. you. You can't just like, wake up and be like, all right, I'm starting a business. like yeah. Yeah. You, do, you do need someone backing you.
0: Yeah. like I know there's actually a bit of a venture I'm on at the moment. I won't announce on the radio, but uh, <laughs> I'm working with uh, the Ignite UCC, the startup labs. And uh, they're very helpful. Well, we've only had one session yet, but you can tell it's going to be like <laughs> making something concrete. like Yeah. It's uh,
2: coming. Big
0: <laughs> things in the work. Big <laughs> uh, uh, There is also the startup relief for entrepreneurs, the uh, shore scheme. It's basically a tax refund scheme. It's basically if you pay a lot of pay as you earn tax yeah. with your business, but there is a lot of rules and regulations regarding it. I think you have to have the business for over four years. Yeah, I think it's, like
1: you can get a tax break on up to six years previous to investing. Yeah. Um, so I, it's in light of trying to increase the money that you can invest into your business. Yeah. Um, so that's a great scheme. And with the Enterprise Ireland schemes, like that's not the only tax relief scheme there is like there's a lot of different schemes if you're trying to maybe make your business more sustainable or environmentally friendly you can get schemes for electric vehicles or maybe getting solar panels on the premises that kind of thing so i think if you are looking to go into it it's really important to explore all your options and see what help is out there for you because there's a lot of workshops as well and you'll have yeah. networking events. Yeah. I
2: think as well, like nowadays, entrepreneurship. like we saw, we also had Anya Kennedy from the Smooth Company so good. at the conference and like she just showed how like if you can run your social media platform as a small business owner, like you'll yeah. get there. Like the success she had in the past, like the company was only a year old a few days ago. And yeah. uh, she and she's a
0: smooth company, she? Yeah, she's a smooth yeah. company. And Look like one, one of the big marketing. things is she was on about TikTok, how much yeah. that yeah. helped her. Yeah. massive like, like
2: it's free marketing. It is yeah. free
0: marketing, like it's it's and unreal. It's unreal. The like days of reach.
2: like paying like cashing out so much money for a yeah. TV ad are gone, like because Exactly. If you yeah. make a good TikTok, like that's all you need. If you know like your Search engine optimization, like all those bits. Like, like that's
0: how you're going the to The tools successful. we have these days are unbelievable. Like you can attend workshops, networking events and get grants from local enterprise office. Like I know myself, I went to the Leo a few times uh, to get my venture on the way. But uh, they give very, very good advice. And they even set me up with uh, entrepreneurs, already, like a serial entrepreneurs, Yeah. Uh, meetings. like And they just work with you and they talk about their experience and they talk about where you should go next and stuff like that. Uh, some advice then there's like uh, how to get your ideas I suppose it's about identifying problems I think yeah. entrepreneurs the bigger the problem the more money you'll make like a, a billion dollar problem needs a billion dollar solution like the amount of money you get is based off who the said it
2: at the conference, was it? Do you mean McSweeney from Coffee? I actually can't remember who said it, but he was like, if you're starting a business, you're solving a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. It's people not will money, invest like, if they think their life is going to get better. Yeah. Exactly, like it,
0: yeah. like every business nowadays, all they do is solve problems. Some, like, some of them
1: make problems and then solve it themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Create the problems, <laughs> sell the solution, that's it. And I
1: think that's why knowing your target market, yeah. that'll help. Like once you identify the problem they have, yeah. then you can really... But sure doing stuff action. like that,
0: setting up businesses like that, it's like uh, it builds your skill set so much, like you don't realise like the amount of knowledge you gain from doing stuff like this is unbelievable and it will help you so much. You're like I think uh Pat from Home Hack, he was going through all this stuff like uh during the conference he was saying about how like it's you re- you should really work with start a company before getting into a massive company like Yeah. Like the you'll get a lot more the skill sets you will yeah. earn are sure, all
2: home hacking to a column really proves that like the yeah the responsibility such have, a hands on yeah. experience with a small company yeah like, it's so unique like
1: yeah like you won't get it in the bigger companies because they quite simply can't afford to probably give it to you
0: yeah and there's so much money like you can get grants for any problem you have like anything like that uh there is a load of uh, tax relief schemes as well, like the shore one available if you just go on rele- uh, Revenue. dot and a big thing nowadays for businesses is actually ChatGPT. It's uh, yeah,
1: and it was very interesting to hear. Um, I think they asked uh, in terms of Goss. at the conference were they worried about uh, Chat? Wait, it's ChatGPT. Ch- Chat-GPT it's yeah, it's like chat.
0: yeah. Were they worried about well, like? Over yeah, it? they're worried about like Bush... Uh, Honest, I'm not worried about taking over. I'm worried. I'm thinking about how can I help me. How can I yeah, yeah, that's like?
2: the main thing. Business is looking at like, I don't think it's exactly something to be afraid of. It's how can we utilize it to benefit us and our business. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And it's a free resource right now. Like
0: and uh, so. yeah, if you don't know what, actually, is it's a chatbot developed by OpenAI that launched back in uh, November 2022, and it's piqued everyone's interest. I was actually reading this morning on the Examiner. It was from yesterday. It was about UCC they're cutting down on uh, plagiarism oh yeah people using chatty for <laughs> like plagiarism so you want not uh, watch out your essays the way they're doing it they're not really discouraging the use of it they're just trying to make better questions that can avoid AI like because yeah. honestly it shouldn't be seen as a bad thing like I think it sh- we should learn to adapt with it like yeah. uh, we can use it to our advantage so much like and it's the next yeah. stage in technology, that's it, like. I think
1: that's where they're saying there's the pros and cons to it. Because I know it does so much more than just write essays. It can... I think it can correct code. Oh, Mike, like, it can
0: scripts, create so problems. much code, like, and uh, it can do it in seconds. And if it has something wrong in it, you can just type back. It's like a human conversation, like. It mimics human conversation. Yeah, so yeah, it mimics yeah. it. Like, it's crazy. And uh, you can just type in, oh, that was wrong, and then... Boom. Yeah,
1: now I was actually reading something very interesting. It was saying that, um... I think it was... So with the Google, yeah. Yeah, Google were quite yeah. worried that they didn't have their own AI and other search engines. Yeah, and uh, it 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 Bing was a... <laughs> like yeah, we were going to take it. GPT. Uh, AI, yeah. And so it was the CEO of Google, Sunder uh, Pichai, said that he was actually going to try to... He's reassigned a whole lot of teams <laughs> um, yeah. to make their own one. I think right now they're playing with the name Apprentice Board, and they're hoping to actually have it out, I think, within the next two that's three That's Google, months. is it? Yeah, that's Google. Apprentice so Board. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see like how that would come into a search engine. It'd like, I know be not everyone wants
2: to it. see the amount of companies trying to yeah put it into their platform. Yeah, yeah.
0: Would you con- consider yourself use Chashi a lot? Like,
1: I've never used it. You've yes. never used yeah, it. I actually need you to look, actually look actually it up. Like, I've never used
2: anything you? into it. I was fully like using it to plan my holidays. Like, I swear, totally. plan actually, holidays. It could be like planning no trip to like I put in where I was going on my holidays and like gave me a list of things I could do when I was there. Like, actually. Wow. Anything you want to ask it Like It could probably deliver something for you My brother was putting in Like give me a workout plan And like you Oh yeah, in, like, yeah Your amount of protein You want to have in your food Meal plan, prepping Yeah like, so yeah I was using that as well Yeah,
0: yeah. And uh, one thing I did Like I was like uh, What's a high protein meal And it was like What are the ingredients this meal And I was like Create a shopping list in of the, the stuff And it just created it straight away And I was able to screenshot not go on to Tesco get everything I need I didn't wow. make a dinner Yeah And then you can actually ask How to cook the dinner properly Like <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's why You need not know like, It's I crazy you could just throw in like
2: How like Give me a study plan And it could probably give you one
0: Like Yeah Yeah Definitely uh, We'll have to look into that We have to yeah Entrepreneurship <laughs> It's just starting out
2: His whole life <laughs> 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 Honestly
1: yeah I've got my own personal manager now <laughs>
0: You could actually see it as a manager, though, like he uh, has the knowledge of the whole internet. Like, uh, I suppose we have anything else to say on entrepreneurship and AI, anything like that.
1: I think one of the really interesting things from, and especially I got this from the conference last week, but it was kind of like if you are going to go down the road of being an entrepreneur, you have to be ready to pivot kind of at any opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that's you when know, you'll go down dreams. one road. Yeah. And like, especially, like, obviously, recently, COVID would have been. A big you have to adapt. Them. Yeah, but, as um, a big team in the conference, yeah, all they,
0: every single one of them mentioned COVID and how they were impacted by it.
1: Like, and they all they all made changes and a lot <laughs> so of them made it worked for them. Yeah, which is very I, it worked out for some of them. Like, COVID,
2: yeah. COVID like should have been such a bad time for businesses, but they just pre- showed how like in bad times, yeah, you have to adapt. The biggest learning lesson and c- could really turn your business around. Yeah, like yeah. TikTok yeah. would not be the marketing platform it is now. Had yeah. You exactly. had COVID Yeah.
1: I think, and like a lot of them, it was kind of like, okay, you change your target market and maybe slightly change your product. Yeah. And then you're, like a lot of people were at home, so if they made it suit things that they wanted to do at home, it worked out very well.
0: Exactly. Um, so yeah. I think that pretty much wraps up for show. That yeah. was the mm-hmm. UCC Comrade Show, episode four.
2: Yeah, we'd like to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode just as much as we did. And we will see you
1: next week.